The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Ritter Nation, to the Ritter Nation podcast. And you damn straight, we got four days until the draft. I'm loving it. The NFL is close, folks. Our first game is closer by the day. Welcome to the show. Yes, we've got a great show for you today. Before I get to that, let me get to this. On the 20th of May, we will be celebrating three years of putting it down for the Raider Nation. Yes, Raider Nation podcast will be celebrating three years. So what we want you to do is get on the bone line at 1-800-620-7181, 800-620-7181. Get on the bone line and throw us a bone for our anniversary. Three straight years. Yes. It doesn't seem to be... Um, Realistic, actually. It's gone by so doggone fast. The best thing I ever did is do this podcast and have Randy as my partner. That is a very, very true statement, man. This has been a roller coaster of fun and it's been a blast. So get your bone line messages in and give give me a bunch of shit or whatever you want to do. Get on there and give us a message. Also, Here's some news, late-breaking news. The Rams are for sale. Yes, you too can buy the Rams and move them to Los Angeles. Raider Frank came in on one of the posts here and said, yes, of course, he'd be happy if they moved to Los Angeles. He was a little skeptical on them raising enough money to build a palace, a stone palace for the Rams. But, you know, L.A., Tinseltown, they got dough down there. You know that because up here in the Bay Area, we don't get shit. They get all down north. It takes them to build an entire bridge. You know, it's like six months. Here in Northern California, it's six years. It's a trip, man. What a difference. It's it's a trip. Northern Southern California is a huge disparity, and it's a conspiracy. We all know what that's all about. But, yeah, I hope the Rams move back to L.A. That'd be great because it'd lock the door and keep the Raiders here at home which I'm hoping is going to happen anyway. But nonetheless, let's get on down to show 192. Yeah. Yeah. Old Do you know about my city? Old town. The city of old. Old town. Oh, don't you know? Old town. Do you know about my city? Old town. The city of old. Okay, Raider Nations, on our show, 192, the D must be complete. I'm using that from the Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Raider who came in. Welcome, Obi-Wan, to the boards. Obi-Wan is here. You got to get in the bone line and shout it out, partner. But uh, that's a great handle, and he's really pretty wise. He's got some great takes. I'm trying to read one of those to you on this show. So the D must be complete as a story, and here's another one for you. Say no to Ocho Cinco, or Stinko, however you want to call it. I say don't get this guy, and I've got plenty of reasons for it. Dysfunction Junction in Denver? Say it ain't so. <laughs> I love it. Shannarat is at his best when he's, well, at his worst. And I'm going to talk about that, too. And, of course, we will hit the bone line. And we will hit, of course, the Raider Nation's comments form section, which is very special. Today, we have a special on Juan Jorge. Yes. 
we're going to do our Akamas Warp section there. Stay tuned for that because it's pretty damn funny. So let's move on to the first story of the day. The D must be Yes, our defense, you know, we spent all this money, D'Angelo Hall, of course, and Gabriel Wilson, and, you know, the list goes on. We need to stop the freaking run. Now, last season, we had a definite big problem with the run. Of course, we had a big problem with the pass at times. It seems like on the third down and longs, we get torched every doggone time. And most of that wasn't running, folks, I have to tell you. We've taken care of that, hopefully, with the D'Angelo Halls signing. And Gabriel Wilson, the hard hitter we got from the Giants. Hopefully, those things have been cured. What we need now is someone to shove the middle together and keep anybody from getting their big ass or skinny little ass through the line. Our line was pitiful. Last in the league, no doubt. It was terrible to see people slicing and dicing through our line last season. So that's why I think on our first draft pick, Glenn Dorsey. We need someone like this. He's got an attitude like number 99 Warren Sapp, and he plays with a tenacious nature. Watch some of his stuff on YouTube. You'll get my drift. Glenn Dorsey, the man. We need to fill up the center of the defensive line. Not to discount the offensive line because Jamarcus needs to be protected, but our coordinator for the line has done a crazy job at making it better, and I believe with the running back choices we have with us this season, we're just going to need to finish the job on the defense and let the offense cultivate itself because I'll tell you right now, they're going to have to do it. Now, there's also Dre Moore out of Maryland. Great pick, 6'4", 305. A good, strong guy that really put it to it in the combine. Um, great numbers, and he was an animal. Uh, that was He was a surprise, but no one's bringing him up on the boards. This is a very thick defensive tackle draft. There's good people here, and we have to take good people when we can get them. Trevor Laws is as well would be a good pickup. It's six foot zero, 304 pounds, a tenacious lineman looking always for that runner. That's the kind of person we need. They've been talking about Cedric Ellis. Hey, I think Cedric Ellis is just a little bit too much. He's very inconsistent. He's stellar on some plays, then lets runners right by in the next three, four plays. Very inconsistent, and his combine numbers showed his attitude. Weak. Yes, Cedric Ellis had a very weak combine showing. You know, if you're going in to bust your ass to get on a team and think your reputation is going to take you, you got to do all you can to make it happen, Padna, especially when you're talking about the kind of money we're dealing with here in the NFL. Cedric Ellis, I believe, is a bust. Myself, Glenn Dorsey looks like the real deal to me, and I would not hesitate to draft this kid. Now, at number four, a lot of people are saying Darren McFadden. Now, I wouldn't mind if McFadden falls to us, if the two longs, like I said, are still on the board, you know what I say. But Chris Long has to be a Raider. He's not going to be there, and neither is the other 
doggone long. He's not going to be there either, and neither is McFadden. At number four, I think this was going to be our choice, Glenn Dorsey, and I think we got to take it. Now there's been talk, and there's been a lot of talk about it, and I'll get into that with my next story, but we need to complete our defense so that our defense can be a solid presence in this league and in the team. We need to get back to the domination that is Oakland Raider defense. When we've dominated on defense, the offense always picks it up a couple notches. This is what we need to do. We've paid all the money to get there. Don't hold back now. Fill that freaking hole so we can stop those runners from popping through like popcorn. I cannot believe the Swiss cheese it was last season, and we must put a finger in the hole, if you know what I'm saying. That's what I think about that, and that's what I think about the D must be complete. Just say no to Ocho Cinco. That's what I say, because Ocho Cinco, be it, be him a very good receiver. He's a great receiver. He's a great athletic talent, but he's also a great big mouth and a huge attitude, which we do not need to see in Oakland for several reasons, if not for the only one that the coach is 32 years old. Yes, Ocho Cinco will get Ocho Big Hedo right here in Oakland. And let me remind you of the last superstar receiver we pulled into town, Candy Mess. That's correct, Randy Ass Moss, who gave up on the season and who walked through routes and was just a chump and a crybaby and a little bitch on top of all of that. Well, excuse my candidness, but fuck Moss and his Super Bowl-less finger, and I think he should keep his ass at the Patriots as they spiral down to insignificance in the next several seasons. Screw them and their perfect record. I love it. But the Ocho Cinco deal, which would actually cost us huge, not, not to say the untold dollars that would be transferred under the table, but would cost our first pick of this year, number four, I'm sure, and a high-round pick of next year's draft, including Fabian Washington, which, you know, I don't have a whole lot of love for. However, big player, paid him big money. He's developing star, and we might not want to shed this character. He did get his first interception last season. So, you know what? Ocho Stinko can stay in Bengal land and be the Bengal and the bungle that he has been, especially with the way he puffs off and uh, shouts out at everybody. And, and you know, he has. there's no control of this guy. He's a talent, yes, no doubt. But unless he comes to a team with a Tom Brady and everything ready to click like Candy Mess did, he's going to be unhappy, just like Moss, ill-content in the locker room, and a malcontent everywhere else. 
He would be another Jerry Porter, and I don't think we need him. Screw him. Shit, for that matter, we should go for Roy Williams out of Detroit. He's up for grabs now, and the people are clamoring for him. Are Dallas Cowboys? I think the Jets are even in there, too. This is a deal that they're trying to work for right now. Detroit needs to get rid of this guy because they need to make some room in their cap, and this seems to be the way to do it. I think the Raiders would be better off going for Roy Williams for a whole lot less than going for Ocho Stinko for a whole lot more and then being screwed like we were for paying that big, fat, mouth, skinny ass moss a frickin' penny for his worthless effort in Oakland. That's what I see, and that's how I see it, folks. So just say no to Ocho Stinko. Dysfunction Junction in Denver. Let us not think that Denver is the all-solace, wonderful center of the universe like all those Denverites do. Like Colorado Chris, do you hear me, Patna? Yes. The the dominating Denver Broncos have been spiraling out of control for the last several seasons. Yes. And the finger-pointing was started last year, actually the year before. And last season, at the end of last season, the finger was pointed at both offensive and defensive coordinators. Offensive being the offensive assistant, because we all know that the Shanna rat is the offensive mind of the Denver Broncos, and that won't change a whole lot, except the assistants will have to, of course, learn everything he needs, like what kind of coffee he gets, cream, sugar, rat poison. The defense is where it's going to be suffer city for the Denver Broncos. A new defensive coordinator under his tutelage, and yes, Shanahan can't do it all, folks. He will have a new defensive scheme and thus a new defensive headache. He's going to try to work off last season, but when you have a new coach, you got to expect new things and not necessarily good things because it wasn't a big name they hired in the first place. Because you know why? The ego of Shannarite is so massive that they couldn't even open the door to get into his office. This character, I can't believe it. The funny thing is, this is the funniest thing of all. On the boards, in Denver, in the paper, all over, People are just tired of it. They're tired of Shannarat and his excuses for not making into the playoffs the last few years. They're tired of their scores and they're tired of their seasons being not fulfilled with playoff bursts. Well, look at us, you idiots. It could always be worse. You should expect the most, of course, like we do, but you're not going to get it all the time, Denver. So Colorado Chris, yes, by the way, let me just take this off on a little tangent. Likes the picture on the podcast. Absolutely beautiful. (laughs) That's a nice fish, except for the Safeway sticker on the tail. You kind of look more like a Boy Scout leader, but I'm going to digress. Yes, I'm going to digress even more. (laughs) Was that picture like 10 years ago? I'm just teasing. Oh, you have a perfect opportunity to work me over anytime. Potna, get on the bone line. I haven't heard you. Do it. 
Okay, see? Now you got me out on a tangent. But the Denver Broncos will not be the force that they have been. They've been a team out of control and spiraling to find their identity. Jay Cutler, the Messiah that everyone says he is. Matter of fact, to see more Jay Cutler jerseys than anything else for that matter everywhere. Well, I hope that he does what what I think he's going to do and fizzle out like the rest of the quarterbacks fizzle out because I think Shanarat is complete. I think his days of championships are over, and I think he's grasping at straws and trying to find the right chemistry to make it happen again. Nice try. You know why? Because our first game and first appointment of the Denver assholes, I mean, excuse me, Broncos, and I mean we are going to take it to their ass. We're going to kick their ass one way down the field and turn around and grab their nose and kick their ass the other way down the field. There will be tension, there will be stress, and there will be all types of worry on their side of the field because they are coming to Oak Town. The autumn wind is a pirate. For their first game on a Monday night in a coliseum filled with crazed fans beyond normal energy, folks. It is going to be insane. If you can't make it to that opener, man, I'm going to tell you right now, talk to someone who does, and they will light up like a Roman frickin' candle telling you what the hell happened that day. Denver games are so special in Oakland. If you don't make one, you are cutting your life short, Padna. You must, and I mean must, make it to a Denver versus Raider game at home in the black hole. Sometime. Because there is nothing like it, man, I'm going to tell you right now. And this year, being the first game, the season opener, it's going to happen for the Oakland Raiders. The years of Shanarat snickering and smiling like he got away with the G's is over. We are going to take it to the Broncos like they haven't been taken to in Oakland in some time. That's my prediction, and I'm sticking to it. This team is looking doggone good. And now that the coaching carousel issue is out of the question and out of the park and out of our existing lives, our team is going to rise and beat down the Bronc hose. Okay. One more thing about the Broncos. This is a little side note, but it's a real note, and it's a real note because it's the funny note, and here it is. Yes, in PFT, Pro Football Talk, they have something called the turd list or the turd count. And what it is, it's players that have felonies and misdemeanors. They accumulate so many points, and they associate those points with the player's team. Well, guess who's got more turd points than any other team in the NFL? You guessed it, folks. Didn't take you long. Geniuses out there. The Denver Broncos 
come in with 19 points so far this year, the most of any team in the NFL. That is Dysfunction Junction. I love it. Well, let us see now where we go from here. I want to thank you guys for getting on the bone line. You guys are cool. It's great to hear your voices. Kind of puts a personality with those emails out there. I love it. Randy and I are digging it. So get on the bone line. That's 1-800-620-7181. Don't forget our anniversary is coming up. we got to put some great bone line takes in there. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Don't think it's dumb. Make about 50 recordings if you have to, but you'll get one in there. We'll pick a cool one. Matter of fact, we might even mix a couple together. So get on the bone line and throw us a bone because it should be pretty doggone funny. And I'm looking forward to it. You should be too. Get your phone. Get on it. And get on it like these fine people. Keith Smith, man, you are the freaking bomb, brother. I love you, man. That's no bullshit. It's good to know that you're getting back in good health. You can travel. You can fly. Hey, man, I cannot wait to see you and the Crusader Nation over here in the Raider Nation. Because I'm telling you, if you guys don't get to these cats when they're in the parking lot, you are missing out. Keith, Dave, Richard, you are my partners over there in England. And, uh, you know, we'd be missing you guys. We do all summer, man. We can't wait to see you guys. It's a highlight of the doggone season. Anybody that can make to these games, they're going to come to. It is a cool thing. You know what? Let me tell you this. Keith's got a Raider museum, I'll just say that, in his house that would just blow your mind. Yes, he was Raider fan of the week. He should have been a Raider fan of the freaking year. Unbelievable. This cat's all the way over in the U.K., and he's got the Raider set up unbelievable and when you talk to him and you listen to him right now on the on the uh, Raider Nation bone line you'll see what I mean go ahead Keith let him have it hello Raider Nation this is Keith Smith the Crusader Raider calling from London England uh, hello Greg Randy and all the crew and all the nation around the world uh, as we look forward to this exciting season with all our new new players coming into Oaktown and sorting out the business that was bad in the past. Raider Nation, looking forward to the, the season. I'm going on a tour uh, to Europe uh, next month where I shall be displaying our, our Raider Nation flags around the Eiffel Tower at the Cologne Cathedral and uh, uh, we'll be flying the flag when we go into Amsterdam as well and get some pictures and get it out onto the website to show that obviously the Raider Nation is truly an international affair. Looking forward to the new season uh, where the schedule came out this week and uh, looks like we've got a, uh, a nice easy start with wins against Denver, Casey and the Chargers. I think the Bills away might be a bit of a struggle, uh, but I see it's being 3-1 and one by the time we get to the bye week. I think then we're going to beat the Jets and the Falcons, and then maybe we might struggle with losses at the Saints and Ravens. But see us being 5-3 and three by the time of the 2008 Crusade to Oakland. Yes, the Crusader Raiders coming back to the Bay with his friend Big Dave Chapman, and uh, we'll be coming in to to the Bay Area for the weekend of the Carolina Panthers game. So we're looking forward to that, and by the time we get there, it's going to be 6-3, and three, baby, and we're going to be rolling into the second half of the season. Uh, we're coming in. Also, I had an email this week from Angela Blintnikoff uh, advising us uh, that the uh, Blintnikoff Foundation Crab Feed is on the 7th of November this year, and if any other nation have ever been, not been to that event before, get signed up. It is a ball. We get treated like uh, stars, whether we're, whether we're Raider fans from England, 
Ireland, Oakland, or anywhere in the world, we're all together in this big, fabulous uh, celebration in support of uh, uh, a wonderful cause, the Blitnikoff Foundation. So look out. I'm sure that uh, Greg and Randy will be putting uh, plugs in. And if you look at the uh, Radio Nation video cast, you'll be able to see uh, video footage from last year's uh, um, crab feed there. Um, looking forward to meeting up with Angela and Fred Blitnikoff again and all the guys and uh, players past and present and coaches. And uh, hey, we're going to be going there by the time it's a winning season for a change because the last two years it's not been good by the time we got to November. So put that date in your diary, 7th of November, for the crab feed uh, with the Belitnikov Foundation uh, and you'll have a great time. Once we get over that, I think we're going to, we're going to win in uh, Miami. I think we're going to beat Denver and, and, and Casey again. I worry about the road trip to San Diego. They seem to have our number down there sometimes, but you never know. And then the Pats are coming to town and Randy Moss is coming back to take the full brunt of the Raider Nation. Uh, boy, would I love to be there for that game. But I'm relying upon the nation to give that boy just what he deserves, nothing. Um, and then I say, with our new Raider D, I'm sure that Randy's going to get uh, rather beaten up this time. You know, he might have had uh, fun in games and wanting to drop catches and that when he was in Oaktown, but I'm sure we're going to get geared it back on him. And then, obviously, I think we're going to beat the Texans, uh, and that will leave us with Tampa at the end of the season. But by the time of it, this year, Raider Nation, I'm going for the big one, 11-5 and Oakland. By the time we get to Tampa, we're going to have that 11-5 and record, and uh, hey, I might have to convince the family for Christmas in Tampa Bay or, or or whatever else, and try and get tickets down there, because obviously, you know, Chucky will want to be celebrating the Raiders' uh, return to glory, as we give Tampa a lesson that day. We're looking forward to the draft here in the UK. We've got uh, the draft live on uh, uh, on our, our television station for the first time ever. So this is the f uh, a first for us, and we're looking forward to seeing the, the draft live in the UK, seeing who the Raiders go for, and uh, looking forward to that. Um, I I'd encourage, looking at the website today, I was thinking, hey, it's good to see these Hall of Fame sponsors, but Come on, guys, dig a little bit in your pocket. I know you're all listening to this podcast. I know you all appreciate the work that Randy and Greg do. But, hey, let's see if we can get a few more names on that Hall of Fame sponsors list. $5 a month is well worth it just to listen to the podcast each week. Uh, and if you get a chance, get down to Oakland. I've said it before. Come and meet the players. Come and meet the team. Come and party with Randy and Greg and the rest of the nation in that uh, parking lot. Come and meet Chris Jones and the 66 mob uh, on a Friday night or a Saturday night by the by the 66th gate. Uh, go down to Ricky's. There's so much to do. And, hey, if you're really, really pushed, Take a little trip across the bay and go see Alcatraz and San Francisco because there's nothing else over there. There's definitely no football that side of the Bay Bridge. But we're looking forward to the new season. Um, I understand when you, when Greg comes in and says it's home improvement times. Boy, would I love to have two bathrooms in London, England. But uh, with three, uh, two children here and my wife, you know, our houses are much smaller in England. But uh, it must be a real chore having to share bathrooms and things, Greg. But get on. Do your work. We'll enjoy your work. Come back and enjoy uh, joy. Tell us all about the draft. Tell us about the, the changes and what's going on. Um, and, and, and our thoughts and respects go to, to all of you and the, and the firefighters family who recently passed away. Uh, you guys do a great job. You know me, Dave and Richard. We've been in the firehouse, met up with you and uh, uh, Randy and, and the other guys. And it's a fabulous job that you do. And, uh, you know, we support you and, 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 and our thoughts are with you and your family and, and everybody here and, and in the UK uh, for for the passing of uh, one of your firefighters' colleagues. So we're looking forward to 08. I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, looking forward to the draft. Looking forward to the team. Looking forward to the crusade. Looking forward to the trip to Europe. Looking forward to the Blitnikoff Foundation. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. 
good times are coming back to Oakland. So good health to everybody. Uh, I got good results back from my own uh, health health scares. You know, I've got the, the, the all clear now. I can fly again. I can travel. And I'm looking forward to this year making it Oakland against Carolina. I'm hoping to take then the trip, the short trip on the way home uh, to going to Miami to see the, the Raiders at the Dolphins before I fly back to the UK. And, hey, if we're on schedule or whatever else, or even if we're not, I'm going to try and aim for Tampa at, at uh, Christmas because at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw, baby, we are the Raider Nation. Greg and Randy, hope to speak to you soon. Hope to have the opportunity to do a podcast uh, uh, with you guys in, in, in Oakland in November. Uh, looking forward to meeting up with you. Would love the opportunity. If we get a chance, do a day's fishing or do, do a day out or whatever. We're looking forward to it. And uh, Raider Nation, feel good, feel proud. Get your tickets, as Greg and Randy says, because tickets are going to be hard to get if you leave it till November. You know, all those who are doubters and worry about let's not renew the tickets, you better get in there because come November when we're kicking, you're going to be kicking yourself because you haven't got your seat in that Coliseum. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, signing out, and I'm out of here. Raider Greg, how are you, my man? Digging on your podcast, heading over to the bar. It's Raider Sean Dog, brother. I am just so excited about the Rats coming to town. The Patriots. Oh, my God. Coming to our house. 18 and done. What a great Super Bowl that was. Oh, my kids were loving every minute of it. And I tell you, I'm going to be there at this game. I don't care if I have to dip into my son's college fund. I don't care if I have to break my daughter's piggy bank. I am going to be there. It is going to be raucous. And my friend, that's all I have to say about that. Go Raiders! Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Mike again, here to blow my smoke all over Raider Nation. But first, you know, on a serious note, my heart goes out to you and your family for the loss of a friend, a hero. And I just wanted to say that how much high regard I have for for firefighters. If it weren't for their unflinching bravery, you know, my house would be burned down to the ground thanks to my uh, stupid sister trying to cook tacos in a grease pan on the stove that caught fire. But, uh, you know, I really hope that you get through this loss and, and uh, realize how much people like myself appreciate your duty and manly bravery as a firefighter. You guys are really the true heroes of, of America. But on to my uh, few Raider takes that I, that I have here. First, I, I, I still stand by my statement the last time I called in. And uh, we need to trade that draft pick away and get Ocho Cinco. I, I'm just, I really think that we need a guy that's got speed and got good hands and that can complete, you know, passes from Jamarcus Russell and most of all stretch the field, you know, and stretch that defense to open up, you know, Zach Miller and our new dynamite backfield that we have in the flats. But uh, we do this and it's really going to be an explosive offense. I really think that it's going to be a much better offense than we saw last year if we can, you know, get a receiver like Ocho Cinco. But 
my other take is, you know, listen, I, I was I was listening to you guys in the last podcast and and uh, comparing uh, you know Kiffin to to Gruden, and uh, you know I I think that we should uh, you know not compare Kiffin to Gruden because Gruden got eight wins in his first two seasons as a coach, and we had if we had a kicker, you know we may have gotten ten. 11 wins, but we, we had, you know, garbage kickers like Cole Ford and um, I forget the other scrub's name that used to kick for us, but, uh, you know, so let's not go overboard by comparing Kiffin to Gruden. I mean, he had uh, less talent also, you know, than Kiffin has today and still got eight wins with a, a very difficult schedule I might add so I, I was much more impressed with what Gruden did than what Kiffin's done but I think he will bring great things to this franchise and you know bring glory back to the Raiders but also Raider Greg in, in closing I, I wanted to thank you and uh, your sidekick there that runs the show for putting on such a great show it's very well done and uh, I look forward to, you know, each podcast that you put out. It's great to hear a, a, a program that's biased towards the Raiders, unlike every other East Coast biased bastard shithead on the TV, radio, networks like ESPN and whoever that just likes to spew their Raider hate. Um, you know, it just it's refreshing to know that there's a legitimate West Coast guy such as yourself that um, – you know, puts on a show like this, it makes me feel better as a Raider fan knowing that, you know, I could I could tune into something that, you know, that I could relate to and something that actually makes me feel good, you know. So um, also, man, I'd love to hook up with you this season. I'm renewing thanks to Bush uh, with his stimulus check. Basically, America's paying for my season pass. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And I, I'd like to hook up with you, man, this season. Maybe tailgate and, you know, talk about some of the Raider glory days and, you know, have a hell of a time. And, and uh, you know, maybe one of these games we can do that. Uh, but keep up the, the killer work. And go Raiders! Whoop, whoop! Raider for life. Yeah, Raider Craig. Hey, man, bad news, bad news. I'm looking here at your new schedule, and I see you start season 0-1. KC 0-2. Might have a shot at Buffalo, but they're looking good this year. You were 0-3 going into San Diego, 0-4 going into a bye week. 0-5 at New Orleans. Maybe the Jets 1-5. Baltimore, uh-uh. 1-6. Atlanta, maybe. I'm going to give you that one. 2-6. Carolina, nope. There's 2-7. Miami, I'll give it to you. 3-7. Denver, Kansas City, San Diego, losses all in a row. And New England, no chance. Let's see. Oh, Houston, I'll give it to you, maybe. That's another four-win season. You guys might start wanting to pay attention to college football. See, you guys are going to be drafting the first round again. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, uh, forgot to tell you, this is the Rowdy Redskin. Just letting you know, I didn't get my name out on the last shout. Anyway, hope that's bad enough to the bone for you. This is a lifelong Raider fan checking in from Bell Flower, California. Code name Obi-Wan Raider.
Obi-Wan. Although I think Darren McFadden is an exceptional talent, I don't think we need to waste our fourth pick on him. We'd be far more served to waste our pick on, uh, I don't know, throwing a bunch of cans up in the air so we can catch him with our head. But on a serious note, one of our problems has always been stopping the run. That's why we lose so many games. We need to focus the fourth pick on defense. If he's there, obviously Chris Long is my number one guy. Otherwise, you're looking at the D tackles and maybe Vernon Golston. McFadden should be a last resort. Thanks. Talk to you later. Go Raiders. Bye. What's going on, my Raider brothers and Raider sisters? This is True Larry Raider. Just calling in to rep uh, to say that, hey, this is my first time listening to the Comcast. And, man, I should punch myself in the jaw. I'm listening to show 191, time for a confession. I don't know what I'm thinking. But uh, first time, and I'll be listening from now on. So I just wanted to say, man, much love, great work, and just keep it up, man. Greg, you're doing a great job. This is the coolest thing, man, I've heard. All right, brother. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, man. You got to be real here on the bone line. It is very, very cool. Express yourself. That's right. Express yourself here at the bone line. I say it. Randy says it. We mean it. We need it. It's great for the show, and you can tell. Put your draft choices, whatever you want, man. Get on the show. Shout it out. It's cool. I love to hear it. It's good for me, too. It keeps me motivated. keeps me rolling. Because I'm telling you what, draft day is coming, and it's going to be one hell of a fun time. I'm still hoping to get over to Ricky's and get the job done and get some videos so you can see what it's like there in the center of the Oakland Raider universe where all the heavy hitters, the Oakland Raider booster clubs, get together and rock the house for draft day. It was great last year. I'm sure it'll be the same this year. Okay, let's go to the Raider Nation podcast. Comments for them. Section. All right, here it is now. This is a Raider, Raider Nation comments forum section, and this one was made up uh, by Colorado Chris, and it's Juan Jorge dating tips. <laughs> and here's the first one here is from Colorado Chris. Stay tuned. How to land a Raiderette. And you know what I mean by that. I don't mean on an airplane deck or whatever. So there you go. Now, Juan Jorge comes in. Wow, Chris. Ha, ha, ha. It gets better than that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, here we go. This is from the Tokai Raider. We needed another shot here a split second later when Ron tried to sneak peeks at the cheerleaders' cleavage. He tried not to stare, but still, someone check out the, the penthouse form for Juan's tale of his late-night exploits with two hot members of football's fabulous females that's pretty funny okay raider man robert you're pretty funny okay here we go uh shady raider comes in lol juan it's all about confidence next time you're ready to make a move walk up with confidence look her look at her feet slowly look up 
and then stare right into her eyes and say, nice shoes. Want to fuck? <laughs> Shady Raider. Okay, here I come in, of course. Juan, dude, we all know you're the Barry White type of dude. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But Just put on the sensual healing and you're in. Oh, and the wanna fuck thing has worked for me in the past, too. <laughs> oh, here comes Colorado Chris. This is funny, too. God damn it, Craig. It's Marvin Gaye's sexual healing. <laughs> Leave the music to Randy. You're going to confuse Juan. When I get that feeling, I want sexual healing. Sexual healing. This is funny shit. You guys got to get on this forum. It's funny. And of course, I come in with whatever. Perhaps you should just stick with wanna fuck. <laughs> and Juan Orient Cups goes in with. I will consider taking the advice from the veterans and presenting a strong, firm presence on opening day, and I'll pop the question to a cheerleader. Well, I don't know about that. Here we go. Colorado Chris. Okay, Juan, it's on. September 8th. I want to see you with one of the Raiderettes for, for the record. Don't listen to Craig. <laughs> hey, man, I got no shame in my game. Don't mess with me. <laughs> okay, Tokai Raider. Oh man, this is hilarious. It's like a bad movie from the 80s, Porkies or some shit like that. Maybe we need a new form topic for the best Raiderette pickup lines. Although it's hard to beat one of fuck as the best lines of all time. So, Shady Raider, has this line worked for you in the past? <laughs> uh, and then Shady Raider comes in. Actually, it has. It took me a little smoothing over afterwards, but it was a good icebreaker. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> and there's some pictures here of Juan Jorge. He is the cool dude, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. And let me say the final one here is Colorado Chris, Chris comes in. I'm going to say it again. This kid gets more ass than a toilet seat. <laughs> you know what? I love you guys. You guys are the best. This forum, man, I read it. I laugh my ass off. You guys get a chance to read it. You should be doing it because it is funny shit. Very, very funny. Listen to NFL and see and hear, actually hear what's going on in the NFL because there's a lot of things happening in the background. Like I'm telling you, Ocho Cinco could go during the draft or Roy Williams. There's a whole lot of drama. There's a whole lot of drama, I'm going to tell you right now. And uh, we're going to have to get on in the drama ourselves because Al does not hesitate to jump in the middle of the drama. So there are surprises to come down the road. I really think this draft is going to be very special because I think this team this year is going to be very special. You're going to hear a lot of this too, my friends. A lot of the chatter about how the Raiders suck is going to down, 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 slow way down. Because they're starting to see that this team is starting to come together. And not until the first game. Actually, you know, we could win probably four games in a row and still be called losers. And that's okay. But you know they're not going to be come out with the cheap shots that they do. Wait. Yes. Oh, yes, they will. <laughs> yes, because that's who they are, the haters. And that's a wonderful thing because I fucking love it. 
I love to be aided. I love to be a Raider fan. And this is awesome. Three years of doing this has been quite a freaking experience. You guys make it happen for me and Randy. All your comments, all your input. If you guys weren't here, man, I'd be definitely wouldn't be here. So I appreciate it. It's what fuels the fire here for me during the podcast. And also for Andy. So thanks for putting it in there. And don't forget the bone line, 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone and put it down, like I said. This is Raider Greg. Get ready for next week, man. It's going to be one hell of a podcast. And I am out. <laughs>